Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Amen. Let's do things God's way. Let's see what He says about it. Amen. Well, on this case, how come Elisha to tell Naaman, go dip in the river Jordan seven times? Because that's what the Spirit told him. He is in there praying. That's what the Spirit told him. I said, that's what the Spirit told him. Well, what if he hadn't a dip? Now, we know he got mad about it and wasn't going to for a while. Finally, his servant, you know, got him simmered down. <laughs> said, if you'd asked something hard of you, you'd have done it. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. We've got to tell you, it's great to know you're listening. Thank you. Today, we're continuing Kenneth E. Hagan's series, Doing the Works of Jesus. We know you're being inspired by the love and compassion of Jesus. Who wouldn't be? He's our perfect example of being a people person. We'll get right into today's message, and afterward, I'll tell you about one of this month's two offers just for you. Here's Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan. Here's where we make a mistake again is that some people in the church, they think, well, now that's the only way that God does these things. No, that's just one way that he does. I said, that's just one way. Now, let's look again. You see, we see Jesus doing these certain things. We see Jesus just spoke to this man, rise, take up your bed and walk. He rose up, took up his bed and walked. Jesus walked off and left five porches full there. Why didn't he minister to the rest of them? Huh? Bible said we read it. He conveyed himself away, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Well, because the Spirit didn't tell him to. Why does he say that Elijah, the prophet, could, the working of miracles are manifested only in that one widow's house? He said that was the only one he is sent to. There's many widows, but he wasn't sent but to that one. Doesn't he? I said, doesn't he? Concerning Naaman here, we read it here. Concerning Naaman, concerning Elisha. He says, and many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet, and none of them was cleansed. Not a single one of them were. Now, they could have been, but they weren't. Saving Naaman the Syrian. And you remember when he came, the prophet didn't even go out to see him. And just being human, you know, not even a Christian. You'd think some Christians would know better, but not even, a, you know, he didn't even know God. He's worshiping Dagon, an idol, in the temple where he went to have this idol by the name of Dagon. His head and shoulders like a man, the rest of his body was shaped like a fish. Because you remember afterwards, after he's healed, he said, now I know there's no other God except the God of Israel. But when Elisha sent his servant out there, and told him to go dip in the river Jordan seven times and you'll be healed. He got mad. Man, he's mad. Scripture said he was wroth. You know, plain old Texas talk, he's mad. Angry. Angry. Mad. You know, after all, you read between the lines, he's sort of saying, don't he know who I am? Commander in chief of the armies of Syria. He didn't even come out there. He didn't even come out there. See, you can't dictate to God how he's going to do it. Are you listening to me? I remember one fellow said he got mad, you know, because he wanted me to pray for him. And I just didn't. And he said, finally, he persisted himself, and I passed by and said, Brother Hagin, one of my meetings, you know, I, I wanted you to pray. See, and he said, I wanted to, he, he, you know, testified later, said, I wanted him, you know, to really, like, 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 like old Naaman said, yeah, I thought surely he'd come out and strike his hand over the place. Where he had leprosy, you know. 
You know, say the magic word. <laughs> and this fellow said, he, he's in the meeting and he finally, you know, he saw how I left from the meeting sometime and he positioned himself where he could have cost me, you know, and he hollered at me, you know, and, and I wanted you to pray for me. And he said, in his own admission later on, you know, I, I thought maybe it'd take him maybe half an hour to pray, you know, to get it done, you know. Wanted to pray a long prayer and said, oh, no, no, just as he went by and said, he just said, just, just touch that, be healed in Jesus' name. Then I just stood there mad. But he said, ever since I had disappeared. <laughs> Well, what does he care? What do you want to get mad for? See, some folks don't want healing. They want attention. They want to take up your time. <laughs> Amen. Let, let's do things God's way. Let, let, let's see what he says about it. Amen. Well, on this case, how come Elisha to tell Naaman, go dip in the river Jordan seven times? Because that's what the Spirit told him. He is in there praying. That's what the Spirit told him. I said, that's what the Spirit told him. Well, what if he hadn't a dip? Now, we know he got mad about it and wasn't going to for a while. Finally, his servant, you know, got him to, to simmer down. <laughs> Said if he'd asked something hard of you, you'd have done it. Well, if he never had done it, you know what the scripture said? You remember a little clue here. Way back over here in the Old Testament in Second Chronicles, it might pay you to turn back there and you'll find out why some things don't happen sometimes, even when the Spirit of God's in manifestation. Even when people speak by the Spirit of God, the things are not always manifested. In other words, they don't always come into being. You know why? All right, turn back to the 20th chapter, 2nd Chronicles, and you'll find out. You know here in, second, in the 20th chapter, 2nd Chronicles, Jehoshaphat is king of Judah at this time. And it came, it says in the first verse, that the children of Moab, the children of Ammon, and a little later on we find out also that the children of Mount Seir, that is, three different groups here farm their armies, put their armies together and came against Jehoshaphat. And he knew he didn't have an army to meet them. And so as you read here, well, you'll find that he called the congregation together and to ask help of the Lord, the fourth verse. And they asked help of the Lord. And the word of God said in the 14th verse, Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jehuel, the son of Mathaniah, Levi, to the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. And he said, Hearken ye, all Judah and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thy king Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you. Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's. Tomorrow go ye down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz. And ye shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation, or deliverance. Actually, the Hebrew word means deliverance. See the deliverance of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Now notice this. Notice that uh, you, you can go on reading about what they, what they did and so on and so forth. Uh, and they won the victory, you know that. But I want you to notice, in that 20th verse, and they rose early in the morning, went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa, and as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah. Now get this. Believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye be established. Now, I want you to notice something. Even though God has spoken, even though God has manifested himself, even though the gift of prophecy is in manifestation, and through the gift of prophecy, God has given them a word of wisdom. So you got the word of wisdom. The word of wisdom, you know, is a, is a revelation of the divine plan purpose of God. And isn't that the divine plan purpose of God? Concerning the future, looking to the future. You see? 
even though that's in manifestation, those things will not come to pass nor be consummated unless faith's mixed with it. Are you listening to me? Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Now notice, believe his prophets. That was one that stood up and gave the word there. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Well, if you take the negative side of that, if you do not believe in the Lord your God, you'll not be established. If you do not believe his prophets, you will not prosper. Isn't that right? That means you'll not prosper in the thing, whatever it was they said. Over in the book of Hebrews, the Bible said concerning Israel, you know about them not entering into the promised land. They entered not in because of unbelief. Remember that? And remember that the Bible said concerning this, the scripture said, the word spoken, the word spoken did not profit them not being mixed with faith. Well, you see, the word spoken was right and was God speaking, but it didn't bring any profit to them because they didn't believe it. They didn't mix faith with it. They didn't mix faith with it. Are you following me? They didn't mix faith with it. So, you will find that in manifestation of the Spirit, sometimes I, I, I use this illustration. Right here, this happened right here in the state of Oklahoma. I was preaching in one of the full gospel churches, quite a large church, and, and just as I came to the conclusion of my sermon, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, minister, and I've never done it since then. Never had done it before, never done it since then. Uh, sometimes you'll have a manifestation or the spirit will manifest himself in a certain way and he may never do it again the rest of your life. Had Elijah, did Elijah ever tell anybody to dip Jordan River? Never had, had he? Is there any record in the Bible of ever telling anybody else to do it? Is there any record in the Bible of anybody ever dipping in Jordan River and being healed? Yes, now see, now somebody else could have said, well, I just, you know, yesterday I happened to be down there by the River Jordan and I saw this fella. Man, he was a leper when he went into that water, but he come out clean. Now I'm going to go get Cousin John because he's got the leprosy and if that worked for him, it'll work for Cousin John. I'm just sure it will. And they went out there and dipped Cousin John 107 times and nothing happened. And took Cousin John back with, home with the leprosy. Why? Because the Lord didn't tell Cousin John to do it. Well, what are you going to do? Just let Cousin John go ahead and die? No, there's another, there's another side of the ministry. There's another way that Jesus helped people. You notice the first text we read, he went around about their cities as teaching, 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 teaching. What did, he, what did he want to teach him for? Remember the Bible tells us faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God? Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Now, everybody may not have a manifestation. But I don't know whether you will or whether you won't. If you'll desire those things, God in some measure will probably use you. But one thing for sure about it, you can teach people. That's doing the works of Jesus. The works that I do, so you do also. What did he do? He went about their cities and village teaching. That's part of his works, isn't it? I said, that's part of his works, isn't it? Isn't it? Teaching, teaching, teaching. Now, why did he teach? Because the Word of God causes faith to come. So then faith comes by hearing by the Word of God, you see. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Doing the Works of Jesus package. This offer is stuffed full of tools that will guide you in ministering to others as Jesus does. 
you'll receive seven separate mini-books, Unforgiveness, Ministering to the Brokenhearted, and Showdown with the Devil, all by Kenneth W. Hagen, and How to Walk in Love, Plead Your Case, God's Medicine, and the Bible Way to Receive the Holy Spirit, all by Kenneth E. Hagen. And you'll receive the four CD series you're listening to now, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 1, in its entirety. This is a great offer. To order now, please call us at 1-888-FAITH-99 or 1-888-324-8499. That's 1-888-324-8499 to order the Doing the Works of Jesus package right now. You may also visit rhema.org to order if that's easier for you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to contact us at Rama for Today Radio, please do so in one of the following ways. Write to us at Rama for Today Radio, P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Or send us an email to partnerservices at rhema.org. That's partnerservices at r-h-e-m-a dot o-r-g. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Well, guess what? Christmas lights are going to come on pretty soon here at Oh, they've been, they've been putting Christmas lights up since September? the last of August. Yes, you're they right. They started you're the right. last of August. You're they've right. been putting the Christmas lights up at Raymond. All over this part of Oklahoma and yes. over into Arkansas and up in Kansas and Missouri, people come. Mm-hmm. And we're going to turn them on on Wednesday, November the 26th, around 6, 10, 6, 15, something like mm-hmm. that. Usually that's the time. Make plans to come out and be with it. It's a great night out there that Absolutely. night. I mean, people come out. The park is full of people. When those lights go on, it is fantastic. It is fantastic. And we've got more lights for this year. Oh, yeah, a lot more lights. We've got some lights. surprises for some this year. surprises <laughs> this year. Yeah, yeah. Next week, be with us as Kenneth W. Hagen begins a new series on Thanksgiving. We pray you have a great weekend and find lots of good shopping bargains for your Thanksgiving meal. Join us then, Rama for Today, with Ken and Lynette Hagen.